welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. A time to hear God's word is a time to be visited. May you receive a visitation as you listen to this message. Be blessed. In Psalm 91, it says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Let's confess it together. Let's go. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Come on, let one more time. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Again. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Louder! He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. One more! He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Louder! He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Now you are confessing in the loudest. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Hallelujah! I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom a refuge is a place for refugees. A refugee is someone running away from danger for safety. So a refugee is different from a soldier. A soldier has to fight the enemy. A refugee runs from an enemy he can't take, he can't deal with. And a refugee just needs a refuge, a place where the enemy cannot operate. And he says that, God, I will say of the Lord, oh, he is my refuge and my fortress. A fortress is a mighty place where you run to and it's so fortified, it's so secured. It doesn't matter the power of the enemy can't get to you. That's a fortress. It's like a fort. A place where is that all the fortress fortify fort forty strength. So a fortress is a place of refuge. That is like the um you know you, the, during the world war, even now in Parliament House, there are place bunkers. Some they go and hide there, nothing can come there. It's severely reinforced and he said God is my fortress he is my refuge I will say of the Lord I what tell me what trouble can overtake you when God is your refuge it starts it starts with you learning how to abide or stay in the secret place of the most high the secret place of the most high is in his presence in the place of prayer you can be in the crowd but still in the secret place of the most high you can be in the crowd in the crowd in multitude you can be at the market you can be at the shopping center but you create an atmosphere you create a safe zone you create a, a greenhouse effect where you are communing with god you are in a place of prayer that is the secret place of the most high the enemy will do anything to get you out of that place. If you can come out, he can get you. 
He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Oh, the, a fowler, the, when you say a fowl, a, fowl, a fowler is someone who catches birds. And it, you can't run after a bird, so you have to set a trap. And then the bed will not realize that it's a trap and you fall into it. And we are like fowlers. And the, we are like fowls. And the fowler has set a trap. We will know where the trap is by saying God himself, he will deliver you. Your, sometimes our environment and everywhere we go is saturated. It's like a minefield full of land mines. You don't know what you step on and it will detonate and chop off your leg. But I'm telling you, God he will deliver you from the snare. Oh, I see somebody being delivered from a setup, being delivered from a snare, being delivered from the noisome pestilence. Shout hallelujah. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wing shall thou trust. He sh his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Those of you who have been in the farm before, when you see a proper, not the ones that are being read for supermarket or mass production, when you see a hen with the chicks, the, 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 the hen who has hatched the eggs, not the one factory, when the hen hatches eggs, it might have about 10 chicks. And then it, 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 it has to cover. So when danger is coming, they all run and go under the feathers. Some of you have never seen some before. Type, those of you who have YouTube, type on YouTube, hen covering the chicks under the wing. You see, they run. And sometimes when you are in danger, you come around, the wings, they will run under the wings. And when you come too close, it will begin to attack you. So many of them have chased me before, but. <laughs> so when a hen is, a chick is being covered under the wings, it's not only the covering, but it's the responsibility of the mother bird who is covering the chicks to attack. It's not only a covering. If you come too close, he, uh, he has some missiles. He has to fire, fire in your direction. I see God covering you with his wings. He says that thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows. That this is all as a, as a result of abiding, uh, no, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. He says that no. Uh, uh, nor for the pestilence that walketh the six in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted by thee. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come. You see, some people <laughs> tell, sir, announce to somebody, it shall not come near me. Tell the person, evil will not come near me. What, what befell others will not be able to befall me. He said, he says that 10,000 shall, shall fall by thy side and 10,000 by your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes will you see and behold the reward of the wicked. Now, it brings me to our prayer topic. You see, num verse 9 starts with because. You see, 
things, when it comes to God, there are things we do that provoke God, that trigger God, that activate heaven. Sometimes people think, oh, God will do, if he will do, he will do it. It's a very wrong philosophy. God always has operated with us with conditions. Even salvation, which is unconditional, is predicated on the condition of belief. So everything, the reason why God cannot be blamed is he has made it available and given everybody the opportunity. So whosoever means whosoever. That's why I said for God's will have whosoever. So it says here, because thou hast made the, the Lord, that is my refuge, even the most high thy refuge. Now this is like somebody telling you, that, Pastor Philip, please, because, like I'm telling you, because you have made the Lord, the Most High, my refuge, you have made my, he's my refuge, me, I know him, but because you have made him, because you have made the Most High, uh, which, who is my refuge, even the Most High, you have made him what, your dwelling place, is he that dwelleth, verse 1, and verse 9. You have made God your dwelling place. Don't make a mistake to think church service is always the same. No meal. The eating at different times of the day or of the week are the same. Even if it's the same rice. The rice you ate yesterday is going to do something different from what you have eaten today or what you are about to eat today. Even though the same uh, uh, constituent elements, what it does, because yesterday the amount of carbohydrates in your body is not the same as today. Or the amount of carbohydrates your uh, energy your body has burnt is not the same. So you bent yesterday's own, but today the burning ability might have increased or decreased based on your age. Do you, you understand that? So it's not the same. And it says that because you have made the Lord your habitation, there shall no evil before you now. Your habitation means the place that you decide that this is where I'll be. We, we, we have to. It's that I believe the time has come. We will get a permanent place of worship. And the kind of revival that is about to break loose. Those who have been complaining about your church attendance, or those of you who think you are attending church too much, I'm telling you ahead of time, when we get a permanent place, <laughs> <laughs> you better pray that we don't get it. When we get our permanent place, which is just around the corner, we will begin to say, like Psalm 23, verse 5 and 6, surely goodness and mercy all the day. And me, me, out me ahead. I will not go. I will stay there. I, I will dwell. Shout, I will dwell. All that heavy will remember us 
and give us a property with campsites with buildings where people can come and come for two, one month instead of going for a, to a holiday somewhere you come and camp it's the same thing you are not working your mind is off work that's why you go for holiday something away from the norm you come away from the norm into the carriage prayer camp when you come into god's presence one something of heaven you will hear the sound of heaven then there came a sound from heaven a sound from heaven and the heavens was open and the sound came a voice came from he said this is my beloved son when you come into a certain environment atmosphere a sound will come from heaven to you so they heard the voice of the lord walking in the garden there's always a, a sound and when the day of Pentecost, a, a sound came sound so when you come into God's house, listen to this very carefully before I move on. You must be a master of always being in a hurry to go to God's house. You must be a master of it. Always being in a hurry to go to God's house. Why? Because every time you go to God's house, there is something in it for you. That's why I said no two rice you have eaten are the same. Every time there is something in it for you. Even if you, you come and you are so tired and you fall asleep, there is, you, you, have, you have exposed yourself to an atmosphere. Yes, an atmosphere. Never underestimate this. It takes a certain level of revelation to catch up, catch into this. The amount of God's presence, the number of times you have expose yourself to God's presence is in pro- direct proportion to the greater things God can do in your life. It's very important. The greater testimonies ahead of you have a direct correlation with the amount or the number of time you have exposed yourself in the, in, uh, to the presence of God or to the company or his habitation. He says that because he has made the Lord his I live in God. I live in God. So, uh, so, uh, 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 an African singer sang a song recently. He says, uh, I walk with God the Father, walk with God the Son, I walk with God the Spirit. Three of them in one. I get back in oh, <laughs> I don't they walk alone. <laughs> they are backing me up. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, he said, because, put it back on the screen, verse 9. It says that because you have made the Lord thy God, the Most High, your habitation, look at what's going to happen. There shall no evil before. It's up to you. You can choose to take it serious or think it's a poem. <laughs> because some people think it's a poem. <laughs> it's very nice sounding. This is not a poem. This, these are seeds. Seeds. Pictures of your future. Come on. You don't come to God and see something like this and think, oh, that sounds nice. 
It's not a one-liner. This is a reality that can be, this is a statement, this is a seed that can become your reality. That, that can be your personal experience. And these things don't come to everybody because you want it. It comes because you are determined that you are putting in system to, to connect yourself to it. I am prophesying. Because you have made the Lord your habitation, he said there shall no evil. Go to two people or three people, tell them, there shall no evil before me. There shall, let's all say together, there shall no evil before me. Lift up your right hand, confess it. There shall no evil before me. Say it again. Speak, prophesy into your life. Say it again. Say for the last time, there shall no evil before me. Why? Because I have made the Lord my habitation. I have made the Lord, even the most high, the one who is a refuge, I have made it him my, medita- my, my habitation. So therefore, because of that, therefore there shall no evil befall me. Neither shall any plague come near where you are. Amen. <laughs> it shall not come near you. It shall not come near you. It shall not come near you. Your enemy will not be able to laugh over you. In the name of Jesus. Look at the next verse. We are going to the 14. For he shall, the reason why it will come is because God himself is going to be your security. He shall give his angels charge over me. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. Who will set a trap for you? against you. God, he said, he said to Moses in um, Exodus chapter 23 verse 20, he said, I, I will send my angel ahead of you. <laughs> Behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in all the way. And he, he told them in Exodus chapter um, 8, sorry, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse, uh, verse 6 and 7, Seven, I'm looking for, but look when you look at the verse 6, it says that therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. See, these are the, some of the conditions in the scriptures. The condition, therefore, if you do that, now look at what will happen. He said, For the Lord will bring you into Amen. say, I'm coming to a good land. The Lord will bring you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs that flow that, that flow out of the valleys. And He said, God, He will bring you. I see God bringing somebody into a good land. I'm prophesying. I see God. Kadabahaya, Kadabatahaya, Ragadabatahaya. I see God bringing you into a good land in the name of Jesus. So shall he be. And in Exodus chapter 
33 verse 2, it says the angel of the Lord. Exodus chapter 14, Exodus chapter 33 says, I will send my angel before you. Exodus chapter 14 verse 19, it talks about the angel and, and the angel of, the, of God who went before the camp of... So God always has... It's like you have dispatch riders. You know what a dispatch rider does? Yeah. The, the goal to clear... <laughs> dispatch riders job is to go ahead and clear the road for the dignitary to come. He said, the angel will go and clear the way for you. If the, Jesus, Bible says that even Jesus in his times, Matthew chapter 4 verse 11, the devil liveth him alone and angels came and ministered to him. The, liveth him for a season. The devil liveth, he said, the devil liveth him. God, God is going to make sure the devil will leave you. Dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. We are about to pray. We are about to pray. I'm prophesying to somebody's destiny. Anybody appointed to die, I cancel it. I cancel it. I cancel it. Anybody here appointed to die, or anyone very close to you appointed to die, I stand here as a prophet and I cancel it. On the, on the promise of the word, it said, There shall no evil come near you. I cancel the assignment of death. I cancel that assignment of death. I cancel that assignment of death. In the name of Jesus. There shall no evil before me. He said that. So, even Jesus Christ had angels ministering to him. Angels. Because angels are important. They come and serve as Bible says, Pastor, in, in Acts chapter 12, verse 11, Acts chapter 12, verse 11, they give him a slap on his thigh. Bible says that, what does the, the scripture say? It says that when Peter had come to himself, he said, now, uh, l- l- let's go to the verse, I think it's, let's start from verse um, 9. He said, he sent out, oh, sorry, uh, sorry. So he went out and followed him. Okay, I think it's the verse, let's start from verse, verse 7. That's what happened. Now, behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and the light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and said, uh, and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And the chains fell, said, Let's go, follow me. It was an angelic encounter. So look at, look at the verse 11. Verse 11 says that, and when Peter came to himself, he said, now I know for a certain that the Lord has, the Lord has what? Pastor, I believe this with all my heart. We have to start having angelic encounters. They are real. Angelic encounters. The day I was drowning in the sea many years ago, how I came out, because of times like this. God, the, the sea could not drown me. God sent an angel. Because I didn't know how to swim. Those of you who don't know how to swim, let's try and sign up and let's go and... <laughs> Walk in the water. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, the, Peter said, he came to himself, he said, oh, so I was having an angelic encounter. God actually sent an angel. God sent an angel. 
He said, I will send my angel before you. Now, when you read here, the psalm, it says that he shall give his angels charge. And their job is to keep your foot. So they will get to keep thee in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you will stumble. They shall where others stumble, you glide. You, you glide. Yes. You walk, you didn't see it. It's dark. You're walking in darkness. How come you are not stumbling? Because an angel has been sent. No, the angels don't clear obstacles. They invalidate the impact of the obstacle on you. So they keep your foot. They will keep you. It says that they will keep you in their hands so that your foot doesn't die. So you are walking, but something. Later on, you look at how come I didn't stumble? An angel kept you. An angel kept you. Why? Because you have made God your habitation. You don't like church. Stay there and think you are doing it for a man of God or a pastor. These are all conditions of human beings bringing themselves into certain things. I was sharing some people. Life is designed by God to be lived out of the overflow of our interactions with God. Our engagement. So as you come to church and you engage with God, the overflow, you see, so every good thing that is happening in your life can be traced or is traceable to your engagement with God. Every, everything people say, well done, you know God done. They say well done, but you say God done. Well done. Well done. Why? Because you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. That's prayer. And you have made his habitation your dwelling. You have made God your habitation. It says that they will keep you in their food. They shall bear you in their hands so you don't dash your foot. Look at the next verse. They shall, thou shalt tread upon what? I've always read this. I never saw it. How do you tread on a lion? You normally tread on things that are you are far higher than. How can you tread on? Maybe angels will lift you and you're walking. Lion here is representing the devil. Lion here, right? Represents the devil. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be vigilant for your adversary. Like a lion, First Peter chapter five verse eight. He said, "Be sober and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, is walking about, seeking whom he. It's not everyone he can devour. He's just looking for who make himself available. So he says that you walk upon lion, you tread upon lion and the other. You know what an other is? What's another? It's a snake." Revelation chapter 9, chapter 12, verse 9. The devil is the snake. The devil, you will tread. Satan's plot against you will become nothing. In fact, in fact, in, in Romans chapter 20, no, 16, verse 20, he said, God will crush, bruise the head of the serpent under your feet. Yeah. He didn't say serpent, Satan himself. He said, God will, the God of you crush Satan under your feet. So he says that you tramp over lion, tramp, tramp, trample 
He said, you, you tread upon the lion and the other, the young lion and the dragon, the dragon, Revelation chapter 12, the dragon thou shalt trample under feet. Why? Because you have made the Lord the most high your habitation. Tell somebody, there's no reason to be afraid. There's no, there's no reason to fear. There's no reason to fear. There's no reason to fear. Then the verse 14, the one we started with. Let every other name fade away. Verse 14 says that because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I delete. Oh. Did you see that? Conditional. Because you have done that, he said, me too, therefore I will do this. Because you have set your love upon God. Don't be afraid when you love God. Because you have set your love upon God. He said, therefore me, God, I will let it be made known that I exist. Just get me some lovers and I'll demonstrate myself. Don't be afraid about conditions at work. Don't be afraid about your marital conditions, their health conditions. Don't be afraid about the negative news. Set your love upon God. Set your love. In other words, you have to do, you are determined that this love for God, I'm going to carry it through. I don't get to a place where sometimes discouragement comes, but you have to be stubborn. You, you have to choose to be stubborn. It's just like faith. You choose to be stubborn. I'm going, down, I'm going to go down this way. I will love God to the end. Because he has set his love upon me, I will. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has... Oh, Jesus. See the two because. When you set your love, he will deliver you. When you know his name, he will raise you up. Let all the other names fade away. Let all the other names fade away. Till there's only you. Let all the other names fade away. Jesus, take your place. Jesus, take your place. Let all.
because he has set his love upon me therefore will I deliver him I will set him on high because he has known my name he shall call upon me and I will answer <laughs> you didn't say amen let me read it again he shall call upon me and I will answer I will not just answer I would be with him in trouble. Oh. In trouble. Is there anything around you that looks like trouble? He said, I'm coming to join you. <laughs> Psalm 23, verse 4. Psalm 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I fear no. Why for that? He said, You are in trouble. You call on my name. I am coming to join you. I will be with you. That, that's where it starts from. He said, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him, not only deliver him, and give you a badge. <laughs> give you a medal, a medal, a badge of honor. Give you a medal. I'll give you a, a crown. I'm going to deliver you, and God said he's going to put honor on your name. I I think I think the day before. Um, that was yesterday or Wednesday, so I think Tuesday or so, the scripture we read, there was something there that says that, um, yes, verse 16 says that, let thy work appear unto thy servants and thy glory unto thy children. They are children. That's serious. If you serve God, your children will see their actual full benefit, their glory. But the manifestation of God, it's, it's, it's for those who serve him. The glory is for their children. And he says that, I like they said, and let thy the, let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. People look at you, they will see how beautiful God is. They'll say, Can I come to church with you? We live in a time where anything they look for anything. It's like that in the days of Jesus, but now it's wilder because Satan is on the loose. Anything church must be attacked and criticized. Anything. Even if it's not bad, we have to make it look so bad. That is why you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful what you hear and who you are listening to. There are some, some things you don't have an interest. I, I, someone told me, somebody has left uh, a great man of God's church. His son has left. And said, so I'm going on the internet to go and look for. I don't have time for that nonsense. And so on. He hasn't left anywhere. And if he's like, I don't want to know whether his left is, is right or his left. I just, I don't want to know. I don't have time for some things that will not edify me in, in these days of danger. Can I advise you? You have to take the time and the trouble to create a habitation of God in your habitation. Play some messages. Play Bible. Cut down the movies. Cut down the music. It's good to sometimes just create a... a, a what is nice, is especially if some of you have authority, you live on your own or you live in your own house, you know, like you're not living with somebody, and you pay your own bills. Pastor, Pastor Charles, there's something about you are sleeping and people are speaking in tongues. Encourage as we as we are here, some people are praying in tongues. 
It is always on in my house. Always on. Somewhere in my house. And I discovered that it is sweet. When you, especially when you are born again and your spirit is alive to God. When you are sleeping, people, some people are playing. Sometimes it can be quite annoying. <laughs> yeah. Tongues, it's, 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 it's tongues. But when you tune your heart that I want to connect to this thing, it, by the time you realize you are in some encounter land, I'm telling you. He said, though I am asleep, my spirit is awake. You might be asleep, but your spirit is awake. When you are, that's why you have to be careful. Stop those kind of junk music playing. You are watching some straight and then you fall asleep and this thing in the night. People are, drill music is going on. You know, you know, you know. I sleep, but my heart is awake. I'm, ad- I'm, I'm, I'm advising somebody. Take responsibility for the outcome of your life, the testimonies. Create an atmosphere. Dwell. Make God your habitation. Create the habitation of God. Not only when you come to church. Take church home. Take church home. I'm telling you, the, the days we are in is very dangerous. They are dangerous days. But I can see testimonies. I can see testimonies. I can see testimonies. We want to pray. That last verse there, we want to use to pray. He said, you shall call upon me. We want to call upon the name of the Lord and remember some of the things we have read. He says that, no evil, there shall no, verse 10, there shall no evil before thee. It, it says that, I will deliver, verse 14, I will deliver him. I will deliver him, I will set him on high. It says that 10 verse 7, thousand shall fall by thy side. 10,000 shall fall by, but it will not come near you. Verse 8, only with your eyes. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep thee. Any of these things that resonates with your spirit, consider where you are. Consider the situation you are in. Some of you can tell the enemy is closing in on you. You can tell things are not the way it should be. I see the glory of God coming upon your life. And we want to create a habitation. We, have to, we want to create a heaven because there's no name that is better than the name of Jesus. Peter said, silver and gold have I nine, such as I have. And they gave him, he was asking for some solution, for a job, for open doors, for connection. But they gave him the name and he solved the whole problem. The name. The name. The name. And he says that, watch this, he said, he shall call upon me. It's the same as call upon his name. For whoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. You're going to... You're going to raise your voice and start praying. Call on the name of the Lord for your mother who is sick. Call on the name of the Lord for your child, for your for your marriage, or for your health, for the situation at hand. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. The best thing that can happen to you is being exposed to the Word of God. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. You can also find more information about Caris Church and our upcoming services by visiting caris.org. Be blessed.